Hello and welcome back to my show, Conversation with Priya. I'm your host, Priya Mishra. And today we are going to meet a very special human being who has made a different initiative, chain entrepreneur, spent a lot of time in sales and sales uh, side of his life. He invested a lot in actually helping other businesses to grow. Cable Befopolis is actually the CEO and um, a founder of uh, Love is the Answer, as well as Click Services. Click Services comes with 25 years of experience identifying the implementing supply chain procurement and organizational improvement solution across all industry within Australia. He is specialized in being a resourceful for the CEOs and CFOs and CUPOs and helping them how they can save the money. Uh, it's a very cost-effective way of saving your money. The other side of his business is actually Love is the Answer. And the mission for this Love is the Answer is that helping those who helps others. Love is the Answer director, uh, you know, it also helps them to the disaster relief, uh, you know, paying love forward, uh, he calls it. Animals and people healing the sanctuary, he's working uh, towards it. Event and projects is spreading the, and sharing the love. So today, I would like you to help me to welcome uh, Mr. Cable and hear from his side of the story. It is a marvelous story and how he came up with this whole uh, idea of bringing, uh, you know, the dream the of helping and caring people, bringing um, the idea of CSR into the corporate organization and how he's helping others to understand how important the finding the purposeful life. So without further delay, let's welcome Mr. Cable. Hello, Cable. Thank you for joining in today and request, uh, really appreciate your time. You accepted my request to join my conversation with Priya. Uh, what I would like to start with you, like, why you started this love is the answer but before that uh, welcome thank you I'm, I'm i'm so happy to be here and be having a chat with you great so since you know this is a conversation with priya and uh, we are gonna do a little conversation and get to know you and the audience will love hearing your side of the story so let's get started from the love is the answer because that's one one story actually um, blew my mind when I was first connecting with you a couple of months or I think almost a year now. Um, yeah, so, I think it has been. Yeah. <laughs> so what what uh, makes you start love is the answer? Yeah. Look, it's 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 actually my life's purpose. Um, so my life's purpose is to help others. Um, while that's a great thing and a great story, the unfortunate thing is that uh, to find my life's purpose, I had to go through a bit of tragedy first. Um, Love is the Answer is coming up uh, to the event, that, uh, the anniversary of the event that uh, created this idea, which is the 26th of March, two years ago. Um, on the 26th of March, five years ago now I actually had right. a stroke and that changed my life considerably um right. I happened to come out of this stroke quite well um and it changed my view on mental health I've I've been suffering with depression and anxiety for about 14 15 years um and I hid it so I, I didn't tell anybody but my wife about it and the stroke through 
a, a, not a nice process, but that allowed me to find my voice yeah. and to be able to talk about mental health and my mental health issues. Yeah. But I think there was another message that my guardian angels were trying to deliver to me that I didn't quite get. And unfortunately, on the 26th of March, 2020, um, uh, which was the third anniversary of the stroke, I was tried into my chiropractors and uh, it was raining slightly. I was driving on a road that's literally right next to my house. I drive right. on it to go to the beach all the time. And uh, unfortunately, a young lady lost control of her car and hit mine head on. And um, really, unfortunately, uh, uh, she died that night. So she was a very good young girl. She was, her and her mum owned a um, cafe and she seemed to have gone through a few struggles but really had her head screwed on right and seemed to be an amazing girl. And that really affected me greatly, um, that accident and losing what I saw as losing a beautiful spirit quite senselessly. And uh, so I, I managed to pick up PTSD in the accident as well as a, a bunch of physical in injuries. But I ended up having to spend probably oh, about a third of the next year unable to move really because of my injuries. So I was either on the couch or I was in bed and um, too much, a lot of time to ponder and think. And um, I was devastated by the accident because I have two children of my own, two daughters of my own. My oldest daughter shares the same name as this poor girl. And I come from a large family that have lost family members in very, very similar ways, children and, and parents in same ways. So I understood the grief that her parents would be going through and her family and friends. And that just undid me, to be honest. I had two visits to a mental health clinic over that first year. The last one really creating clarity I think for me and my and my mental health and allowing me to 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 really begin this journey but love is the answer was created in August of 2020 yeah and essentially how it was created was I was very angry with my guardian angels I was very angry that somebody had to die in order for me to try to understand this message they're trying to get through to me with I was out in my backyard and I'm not going to say what I said because it was, there's a lot of swear words, but essentially I was like, I'm over this. If you don't make the message clear, um, I'm done. I'm not having anything to do with you ever again. Um, make the message clear because I'm not getting it. And if you don't, then just go away. And the next morning I woke up and um, what I was calling coincidences, um, but now called kismet. Um, started happening on a very grand scale. Literally within hours I had, um, my purpose in life was made clear to me. And by the end of that first day, it was crystal clear what I was supposed to do. And then that has continued every day since I come across people um, very randomly and have the most incredible interactions that change directions, give me ideas, um, inform me of situations and stuff, but 
that's essentially how love is, is the answer was created. It was, this is my life's mission and I've got to make it happen. Right, right. Quite overwhelming story and I heard it, it still actually blow my mind away. Um, but and the thing is that when you started and you have the clear message, if what is the process for people to reach out to you to get the help? Uh, so how do, for instance, clients get in touch with me? Yeah. Yeah, look, there's, so Love is the Answer has uh, four missions. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to figure out a way of maximising my impact um, yeah. by, um, I could set up a charity and I could run a charity myself, which I am mm -hmm. doing. Love is the Answer is turning into a charity, but the way that the missions were structured was so that I could help others that are already helping others. And mm. one of the ways that I, the, the first mission that we have um, is actually um, Collect Services. So yep. Collect Services is how I deliver um, mm. help to charities, to not-for-profits, to organisations and social enterprises that save them money, make them money, or help them um, avoid risk. And mm. by doing that, I can amplify how many people they can help. Yeah. And yeah. if I just started a charity on my own, because I work with charities, I know how all-consuming that could be. So yes. um, we also do work in the corporate world, which is one of the unique things about, I didn't want to be reliant on donations. So Collect Services is actually the revenue generator for Love is the Answer. And what it does is um, we do a lot of work in the corporate market um, that actually where that money then goes to um, supporting Love is the Answer and its growth. And mm. the other missions that we've got is that the second mission is we're setting up a disaster relief fund yeah. to change radically the way that disaster, people that are affected by disasters are assisted moving right. forward. Right. My goal is to have that done by mid this year. Yeah. Um, our third mission is animal and people sanctuary. Yes. So we're bringing traumatised animals and people together and allowing them to heal with love is the, mm. is the simple thing. And that'll be hopefully starting, uh, we already have the property up near Foster, and we'll right. be starting that in hopefully, well, not hopefully, it'll be starting in 2023. I just need yeah. to learn. I need to learn a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. And then our last mission is our events and projects where we do special events um, and projects. And the purpose of those uh, is primarily not only give, to give average Joe a great experience and um, uh, uh, learn or, or teach them something, but a significant portion of the revenue from the event goes to funding um, one of our causes that we believe in um, mm. to do the same event for free. So yes. we're running we're running a meditation, yoga, and energy healing event in um, late March, mm. and that event will um, fund for domestic violence survivors to do the course for free. Right. So um, yeah, it's it's all about magnifying um, yeah. how I can help. You know, yeah. the sanctuary will probably have 15 um, separate accommodation locations on it. 
so yeah. that we can we can look after a significant amount of people at one time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and what I'm hearing, it is a very startup uh, position at this stage, but it it has a huge plan. And me and you met in a very social impact setup where we were actually discussing how we can go and help around social impact. And I always believe in creating a purposeful organization. You know, yes. the future is there with the organization who can actually create the social impact towards them and you can help towards the people, um, organizations to use their social impact, their you know, purpose, find their purpose in their social activities. And not only just saving the humanity, but also there are so many aspects we can actually look into it. You know, I, I'm a big, big believer of creating the ecological sustainability environment. Yeah. You know? Um, and so do you, because that's where you started discussing in the centuries and all helping mm -hmm. animals. And here you are also trying to help the humanity with the dis natural disaster scenarios. And also uh, it's a very good initiative, I believe. And I think, uh, you know, the CLEC is an answer is going to definitely more of a profit-based organization, I believe, CLEC um, organization. But um, the whole so organization is actually designed to be a, we're not going to be a not-for-profit. There will be charitable sections of the organization. But mm -hmm. the reason I want to be a for-profit organization is really simple. I want to help more people. Mm -hmm. I not only want to invest, reinvest the money into my organization, but I want to invest it into other organizations. Right, right. And the organization. And other people. So the, the sorry, go on. The organization should be um, purposeful, social impact oriented and all that. And you can, guys can go and help them and give them the find their own purpose as well at the same time, what I uh, heard from you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Look, and I think, so using Clex Services as an example, if you were to look up Clex Services, you would find a very small um, link to love is the answer. And that's right. because um, sadly, a lot of large corporates um, which I deal with CEOs and CFOs, don't connect with um, that message in particular. They're interested mm. in the, how am I going to save the money, make the money and avoid risk. That's mm. their focus. But um, what, I what I believe is the future for organisations around the world is, and, and also very wealthy people, Hmm. There is these companies. There are companies that make obscene amounts of money, right. and there are people that make obscene amounts of money as well. Hmm. They should all be reinvesting that back into the global population, right? Because there's, we have enough money to fix every problem that we already have. We just choose not to do it. So, um, by leading, uh, you know, by setting an example, I, I think you you should absolutely. Um, set an example in your life and in mm. your work mm -hmm. so that um, people have an uh, a path to follow or an example. It's worked for this guy. Why don't we try it? Yeah, yeah. And I, I believe the people are actually getting inclined towards more and more CSR activities and trying to include the CSR activities. Also, not only for the actually getting the name and fame and also in terms of yeah. helping 
outside the organization, but also to fulfillment of their own uh, employee. Because I believe that employees, if employees are not fulfilled and satisfied, there are more chances they will leave you, quit you after, of more often than you know the people who are already giving them that kind of a fulfillment. So it's needed for all, uh, you know, in, on the, that 360 degree attention on that space, I believe, you know, and people I are- I think now more than ever. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the great resignation is going on and, 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 and that's because people have had a chance to sit and think. One, it's very different working from home. I, I've been lucky enough to professionally work from home for 15 yeah. years. Yeah. But um, that's given a lot of general office-based workers a chance to be out of that environment that they are in, every, you know, for 40 hours a week, five days yeah. a week. That's a, a lot of your life. And yeah. it's also giving them a chance to think about what do I want to be part of? Mm. And mm. there are organisations out there doing amazing work to help um, charities and, and, and things like that. And, and really, there's a difference between the marketing side of CSR and the reality of what you're actually doing. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. You know there's the fluffy stuff that, you know, I think a lot of big organisations used to just put it on their website and they just give cash and then they go, yep, cool, that's great. Now yeah. you look, you've got organisations that want to give their staff days to go and help those charities. Yeah. They want to go and they actually want to mentor um, people in those charities. They're really going that extra mile. Um, and I think as an employee, why wouldn't you want to be part of something like that? It means yeah. that your business isn't just about money. Yeah. And yeah. already I think people in general are very, very giving. You know, all you have to see is when a yeah. natural disaster happens, how how much money the community gives. Um, yeah. but I think people are now looking at uh, when they're More looking fulfilling. for a new job. Yeah, yeah. What what are you doing for our community? Yeah. Yeah. Fulfillment is becoming more and more important for every individual, not just the organization. And uh, in past, it was more done for the marketing point of view, but now it is becoming more and more uh, fulfillment and finding the purpose and, you know, work-life balance comes from the fulfillment and the purposefulness, you know. So the people are actually going into that kind of a mindset. And coming back to your uh, organization, you said that is you're raising fund that you want to help businesses to raise, you know, fund and you know help them. Um, so you are not going to be a charitable organization. And I I do believe in because if you don't have something, you can't give it to somebody, right? So yeah, investing on those lines, it's going to help a lot of organizations. How you're gonna implement in in their day to day life? You know how they you're gonna implement you know, on organizations where you know, they, are, they have no idea what they are doing, what they can do, you know, for the organizations in, in terms of reaching out to the larger audience. So the, the idea is great. The implementation process is definitely going to be a very great. Uh, but how are you going to make sure that people are getting attracted to your ideas? Uh, what steps you are taking? Yeah, look, what a learning curve. Going from high-end business, strategic business development for very large multinational corporates is what I used to do, to yes. running my own business. Wow. <laughs> I think, uh, I don't think it's a learning curve. I think yeah. it's a, a learning wall. 
I don't. I, I think you know, they're they're they're. It's definitely a wall and not a curve for one reason. Is right. that not only is the world and technology and everything changing so rapidly, like daily yeah. and weekly, um, that you are constantly on that learning wheel. You're constantly absorbing. But um, for me, one of the best things that that I found is Kismet has delivered amazing people to me and resources to me uh, in connections like yourself. Um, and I'm not going to make a secret, any secret of it, but um, this lovely logo, Clex Services, is one that your business corporality designed and the website is as well. And the step up from what I designed is like, you know, stratospheric it's huge thank you um yeah oh it's you know credit given where credit's due but that is part for me that has been a really big part of accelerating the learning curve Mm -hmm. by having interactions with people like yourself across many different fields Mm -hmm. um that want to help they like the mission they like what we're doing but what i've you know, social media, as always, is a very big thing. I've learned a lot in the last 18 months on social media and how to get attention. And, uh, you know, I do that for my clients. So that was a very important thing to, to get my head around quickly because mm. um, also um, a lot of efficiency programs. Mm. I think, you know, we have two hands. <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah. <laughs> about anything else. As fast mm. as these two hands can move is as fast as I can do things. That's yes. it. So yes. or, looking at technological tech, tech innovation and automation is really critical. Mm. Um, and I bring that to my clients as well. When the people that set up charities are just normal people like you and I. They yes. found a passion and then yes. just went and did it. And yes. that might be a social worker or an engineer. And next thing, five years later, they've got this, quite large charity around them and they don't have any other skills apart from being an engineer so they don't have the business skills the sales skills the marketing skills um so that's where we come in with collect services which helps us on helping those who help others Mm. to really you know and and sometimes it's as simple as introducing an app that's free you know i i have one client that I, um, they estimated we were saving them about 15 hours a week mm-hmm. um, just by introducing the Trello app. Now, um, because it allowed them instead of, they could put their workflow into it. They would just put, the, the, the owner of the charity would just simply each day put the workflow in um, of the list of things that everybody needed to do and they could tick it off as they go. And that stopped manual instructions so they were literally walking around going could you do this could you do this could you do this do you know if, do you know if john's done this do you know if pam's done that is where's that box gone does it you know there was literally that much time so just by a simple app that cost nothing at all um they were able able to you know give themselves you know 15 hours a week is a significant amount of time so right. that, that, that that simple things like that as well um, mm. can make a huge difference. They've made a huge difference in my life. Mm. The, the people, you know, and yourself are included in this, you know, some of the, the awesome tips and tricks that I've, and, 
and new apps and programs that I've been shown to save myself time are incredible. (laughs) Thank you. And I think that that brings to now, you know, end of our session where I would like to summarize is the people are actually reaching out, the people who are running the NGOs and all, they can reach out to us. Uh, where you can help them using your love is the answer organization and the uh, organization, the corporate organization, they can reach out to you to find out how you can uh, help them in saving the money and through the click services. And together you can create a partnership program. And, you know, there are so many elements involved in it. Um, All they need to reach out, there is their question, reach out to you and find out the, what can be done with this together, two sides of the business. Yeah, look, it's simply everything starts with a conversation. Um, and that's as simple as it is. Give me a call, send me an email, hit me up on LinkedIn. Um, just reach out and we'll have a conversation. No commitment. And we'll move forward from there if it, if it fits right, feels right. Great. So thank you so much for joining in and giving the insight of your business. I really appreciate you. your time. And it, it was always as honored to talk to you in, in every second. If my audience wants to find you, where can they find you? What are all the details uh, you would like? Everything to is at loveistheanswer.org. Uh, love um, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm pretty good with a presence there and uh, um, uh, I can provide you with all the details uh, as well. Thank you. And all the details will be given in the description below. If you haven't liked, uh, subscribe yet, please do so. Thank you so much for joining in today. Thank you so much for your time, Priya. It's been an absolute joy. Great.